0: You're listening to Out of the Box, a place for marketers to get inspired, get going, and break Out of the Box.
1: Uh, Arthur Kerou is joining us today. He is uh, currently uh, focused on making advertising simpler for advertisers uh, to advertise on TV. Uh, Arthur, you are a serial founder, serial entrepreneur. Uh, and I'm super super excited to uh, to get your take on CTV. Um, can you can you give us a quick intro? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure, um, and
0: thanks again for having me uh, on the podcast. Uh, so I'm Arthur Kerou, uh, CEO and co-founder of Vibe.co. Co. Um, I previously founded like uh, several ad techs, um, one that was uh, oriented for rich media and mobile at the time, where you could not really do rich media with HTML5. We're the first company actually to do playable ad units. Uh, so that was quite a long time ago, and the company was acquired by a company called Addictive, That is. Mostly known uh, industry now in the industry now um, as they are leading uh, the re-engagement space. Um, and then I created a performance trading desk uh, with all the proprietary um, like programmatic stacks or DSP and everything that was called KMTX um, that was acquired by Citag uh, in July. And before uh, selling KMTX, we started working on a self-serve platform, uh, really oriented for performance. Um, for CTV, um, and when we sold KMTX, we kept uh, that platform. That eventually became Vibe, and so Vibe has been uh, live for now like a bit more than six months. Um We've had like lots of tests, uh, one year and a half of like development uh, before actually launching, and it's growing fast. And I'm, I'll, I'll be happy to to talk about that, and especially in the in the mobile space and app install space, which is which has been a big big focus for us. Um, so yeah.
1: So I, I guess that's as good a place as any to start, right? Because I've, I've, been, I've been working in mobile marketing for the better part of the last 10 years. But I have to say that my, my experience in the world of, of CTV, of connected TVs, is, is pretty limited. I've kept myself pretty busy on, on other fronts. So maybe you could just give me sort of you know, your, your two-minute pitch of, of, of CTV and, and why it's worthwhile.
0: De- definitely. Um, and I, I think it's not only like CTV or OTT or whatever like acronym ad tech uh, invented. Um, it's really about TV. Um, basically, TV is one of the most um, like performing uh, ad channel that exists. Uh, billions are spent by like huge advertisers but there's a huge issue um, with TV. Um, it's the fact that it's been for a long time and measurable. Um, and Advertisers have been struggling with that, and especially in the mobile space, where like all the mobile marketers are like super return on ad spend uh, like oriented, um, and they want to have like certain like the certainty that like their ad dollars are actually like driving return on ad spend, um, and that's what's changing with CTV. It's the the way to see CTV is actually quite simple. It's just just imagine people using their TV as they use their smart- smartphones with apps. Um, so it's not really like popular in Europe, even though it's growing, but it's very, very, very popular in the US. Like. Everybody uh, is switching to uh, to CTV, and now people use apps to watch TVs. Um, And the good thing about that is that everything is delivered through the internet, uh, which is why we call that OTT over the top. Um, And that allows us to also track uh, what people see and what they do on other devices, thanks to IPs, because TVs are connected to household IPs, which are like fixed. Um, And uh, and same goes when they're in their house; like they will like. Connected to Wi-Fi, and therefore we have a good link uh, between both devices um, ecosystems.
1: So, so I want to I want to pick up on a bunch of points that you brought up there. But I guess the first one is really the difference between connected TV versus OTT. Because when I've always thought connected TV, yep. I've thought specifically televisions. But is is that is that the case, or or would you connect? Would you say that watching quote unquote television content on your mobile does that also count as CTV?
0: So, like factually, that doesn't count as CTV. But people will usually like just mix everything up. If you want to be like really precise, CTV is the device. It's a TV that's connected. So that's it. It's not a mobile. It's not a tablet. It's not a computer. It's a TV that's connected, either like directly into the OS with like Samsung TVs, or like with an external device such as like Firestick or like um, Roku or whatever. Sure. Um OTT is more general. It's more like people watch rich content, um, rich video content, basically on any device. Uh, it's more the way it's distributed, um, and like you can see like YouTube as OTT, you can see Twitch as OTT, um, and it's a
1: it's a broader um, term right. uh, to describe the whole ecosystem. And when you're talking about actual apps on the, on the television, are you talking about specifically apps that are going to be installed on the CTV? So, you know, we'll call it Netflix or, you know, a, a music app or whatever. Or are you also looking at advertising apps that will be installed on a mobile device through the, the television experience? So we're,
0: we're talking about two different things. So we advertise on CTV apps or OTT apps. So let's say you have, so Netflix, we can't advertise on yet uh, even though we're working on it. Uh, But let's say you have like Pluto TV, for example, which is like one of the biggest uh, CTV app in the US. Uh, So you have that installed and then we'll run uh, ads for mobile apps (laughs) and we'll uh, then like try to generate installs uh, through those like ads. So we're advertising mobile apps on CTV apps basically.
1: Right. So basically when we're talking about who this is relevant for, it's really any app developer who wants to get or any brand that wants to get their app on more devices, right? At the end of the day. More mobile exactly. devices. Exactly. In the in, in this discussion we we'll talk more about like driving
0: app installs, but we also work with all kinds of advertisers of all sizes. Some like just want to generate like website traffic, like in-store traffic, this kind of thing. Um but yeah, basically any app developer of any size want to like leverage
1: the reach of TV um, to drive like app installs. So I guess that you know it, it's it's an interesting concept because I've started to see uh, um, more app install ads on my TV, obviously. But for the most part, I'd say you know the vast majority of the ads that I still see on on TV when I'm looking when I'm when I'm not watching, obviously. Uh, uh, what's the term? Inline television or uh, you know linear regular television, cable or satellite. Yeah. Um, are are mostly big brands right that's what that's what i that's what i see it's 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 major brands doing awareness campaigns as opposed to maybe a more niche brand or or a smaller app developer looking for performance so can you talk a little bit about that definitely yeah it 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 comes from basically all the legacy of
0: of tv um tv advertising has always been one super expensive and required like super high minimums like if you want to buy like a like TV spot, uh, like on national TV, uh, it will probably cost like several hundreds uh, of thousands of dollars, which, well, is a lot, especially if you just want to test. Um, and more generally, I think the the the, the metric is quite uh, quite impressive. But I think it's like ninety five percent of the ad spend on TV comes from only the Fortune five hundred brands. Wow! Um, and that's really what we're trying to change. Um, with Vibe, we're trying to build kind of the Google ads or the Facebook ads of, uh, or the TikTok ads now, uh, of TV. Um, and basically making TV advertising accessible to everyone um, and making it so accessible in terms of ease of use because like buying TV ads, side of just the prices and the cost and everything it's just like it's a terrible mess and we're trying to make it like super crazy simple uh, for anyone to use uh, I always say my team like my mom should be able to buy TV as with vibe and that's our mission um, and uh, and yeah and we're trying to also replicate the the use of like digital ad platforms in general so like as what we talked about like measuring like the the, the performances that you are getting, having the same level of control of targeting, like, so that you can target, like, interest, households, um, like, geo, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah. so it worked, it, historically, TV was only accessible to Fortune 500, and now Vibe kind of opens it up to every advertiser uh, and every
1: marketer. So i did, that's another interesting point in terms of in terms of targeting so targeting households you said I, I imagine one of the challenges that you probably have is understanding who your viewer is at any one moment, right because if a household is made up of four or five people how how do you know who you're targeting and and who's installing
0: that that's that's probably the biggest difference that you'll have um when like using other app platforms is that you cannot guarantee in any way um unless we would install cameras like (laughs) every, and you're not allowed to do that we're yeah i don't think we're gonna do it um but yeah you you can't guarantee that you'll target a specific person so you'll you're targeting households and you are targeting like household characteristics so you're able to say like i want to target households who have kids i want to target households who have women in it Uh, but you can't guarantee that like it will be only that so that still gives you a lot more precision than just like Buying a channel and just like praying uh, that it reaches the right audience, right. still like very very precise. Um, but yeah, you are targeting households and not
1: just like people. Mm-hmm. And what sort of data do you get from uh, uh, the actual providers of, of content? So if you look at uh, it, looked like a Netflix, for example. You said that you're working on integrating with them or uh, to start advertising on their platform. Is there any, is there any user level data that you're able to get, whether an aggregator specifically from those types of platforms or, or do you get your data from elsewhere? It's a
0: bit it's a bit of a mix of everything because we're trying to be as relevant as possible. So not all like channels will have like the same level of information or this kind of thing. Um, so as of right now, um, what you get in terms of content, because it's also very important, so publishers. Are starting to open up, and it's a big fight. Uh, it's a that we're that that we're taking is that to have access to like to TV shows uh, to the content category, etc. Um, and uh, and when it comes to user data, so most of the OTT and CTV apps um, are logged in environments. Um, so they will have like those informations about like age gender like household income and this kind of thing and they, they can send it to you and they send it to us and we have partnerships around that to get that information um and yeah so you're you're getting a part of that and then we also work based based on IP uh, with some like data providers uh we're trying not to have too many because uh, then it's a mess um, and a big part of our like job is to as we were like mostly oriented for performance. Um, our job is really to assess the quality of the data and the relevance of the data. Um, and uh, and yeah, so it allows us to have like a good coverage of all the intents uh, that you'd like to buy. And then we also sometime, uh, especially in the mobile space, uh, we build uh, custom audiences. So for example, when work with like social casinos, uh, we'll be able to build uh, some like gambler
1: audiences or these kind of things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very interesting. So I, I, I want to shift gears a little bit because we've talked a lot about um, uh, specifically about targeting and how you build those audiences. And I think you also mentioned a little bit about attribution and how you can do measurement afterwards, which obviously in certainly in, in mobile marketing in general, and this year specifically, as we move into a much, much more challenging year in terms of uh, marketing, return on spend, et cetera, How do you think about that? How do you measure? How do you integrate with the MMPs in the ecosystem? How does that whole thing work?
0: Yep. Um, So measurement, like CTV and OTT, driving app installs uh, through these channels is like quite new. Um, So AppSire and Adjust like released their solution like at the middle of 2022. Good thing is that like Vibe was the first uh, partner for both of them. Uh, So that was great for us. Um, So we're integrated with them and Adjust and AppSlyer can like really measure and do the attribution when it comes to um, like the the performance that advertisers are actually getting. Um, One of the things that we've seen that's also very interesting uh, is measuring incrementality and also measuring like all the the, the the assists that you are actually doing on the other installs because TV is not only about like driving direct installs it's also about like building the brand and helping out the other channels. Um, so Adjust has released uh, a tool that's actually called Assists <laughs> um, to um, to like basically show um, those kind of. Uh, um, of Actions and 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 uplifts that you are that you are doing um, on on this side, um, and yeah, and when it comes to the actual um, attribution, so how it works again, like it's we're basically matching IPs, so looking at the IPs that are generating installs, the IPs that have seen uh, an ad on the uh, on the on their TV, and then like uh, matching those. The the whole question is really about like the attribution window um, and how you like allocate an install to one. Actor or or, or another, um, our opinion, which is not necessarily the the same for other um, like partners that you that you could find out there, um, we're pushing for a very short attribution window. Uh, I know that's kind of rare for a demand partner. <laughs> Usually, people tend to push for longer windows. We mm-hmm. but we tend to to do that so that like let's say you consider that. Um, within 30 minutes, if an, if an install happens uh, after having seen an ad, you can really be okay with the fact that that was a kind of a direct response. Um, so we, that's why we're pushing for short windows uh, and then like elongate them uh, after that. So, and, and putting them like much lower in the waterfall uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to that. Um, so yeah, that's... That's really how we see um, the the that right now, and we we are having lots of discussion, and we're trying to help and be as transparent with our clients when it comes to like the data, because they also most of them it's new, uh, it's a new channel, new acquisition channel, and so we're providing the data so that they they can also do like the matching on their side to verify that we are doing the right attribution, as just Asler or their MMP is also doing uh, the right attribution, but yeah, it's. Quite new. There are lots of experiment. We can't really say that there is a really strong market practice at the moment. Um, our opinion is short windows, but at the at the top of the waterfall, uh, instead of super long. Like I've heard partners pushing for two weeks windows which is like insane. Like two weeks attribution window is way, way too much. Um, so there's that. And then you also have a lot of question about QR codes. Uh, so lots mm. of people, especially with Coinbase, who've, who's used it uh, right. at the last Super Bowl, it generated a lot of attentions around um, around uh, QR codes. It's good. It allows you to kind of perceive a trend of like direct response, but... I mean let's be honest like people will not like when they're in their couch they will not like grab their like remote and then like uh, their phone and then like scan the qr code within like 10 or 15 seconds like that's not happening um so i think it's a lot about like working on the quality of the creative and then like designing a, a fair window for everyone rather than like pushing for qr codes or this kind of thing qr codes and do not
1: replace like a click command or something like that right so that's interesting that you say click command I'm not sure if this is what you're referring to but you know one of the experiences that that I think quite often we see nowadays is is something like uh, send to phone right where you can you can click it and if you're on the same Wi-Fi network uh, then obviously that shortens that funnel uh, is that is that what you're referring to and are there any no, no, other... no, when, I, when
0: I was so, when I was talking about click command uh, I really was Talking more of the adops uh, <laughs> term uh-huh. of basically like click your all or like gotcha. the click event, um, but that that's an interesting point that you're raising. Um, we're seeing more and more like OTT platforms like implementing implementing those kind of um, those kind of interactions with the ads. Um, that's something we're looking at that we haven't like implemented yet because like we work with 600 plus channels and like OTt apps and it would be re- unless like everybody or almost everybody has it implemented like it's complex to to implement or like because you would only be able to target like the few channels that have uh implemented it but I think that's definitely um, a direction the 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 market will take uh, along the years as like more and more advertisers just flow in uh, CTV
1: right. Are there any other tips and tricks that uh, that you guys recommend or that you see perhaps popping up that can help to shorten that funnel between viewing and, and downloading? One, one other thing, like as digital marketers, we tend
0: to focus a lot on like, what's my best targeting? Do I have the best AI to do all the optimization and all this kind of thing? But on TV, like it's very different. Of course, targeting an AI matters, like how you buy and blah, blah, blah. But one thing that is often very overlooked is the quality of the creative. Because TV gets you like an attention that's unparalleled with like any other channel. Um, and one thing as well that's very important is that like sound is on by default. So it's super important to work on sound in your creative, which is really really overlooked by digital marketers because we're used to have like sound off by default and not like putting much effort on on that side so voiceover is super important uh being super direct don't be too creative don't be like don't try to do like something like that kind of explains the brand or like gives a feeling of something just really like be direct like just like show the app show the gameplay Um, just say that like it's on the app store that people should download it. Um, but yeah, we had a client like commissioning a big, big agency. I think they spent like 200 or 300 K on like actually creating the creative um, not on media spend. Wow. And when they launched their campaign, well, it was like not performing at all because like it was made by this creative agency. The, 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 the ad looked stunning, but uh, it, it was not just made to drive performance. And then we just, we proposed them to like create a creative for them, which we usually don't do, but it was the beginning of Vibe. Um, And so we created a creative for them, which was like super simple, just the app, the logo, what it does, download on the app store, and it performed like crazy super well. So, and it costed probably, costed us like probably like $1,000, that's it. Uh, So you don't have like to, Create those crazy creatives. Just do something simple, uh, and A/B testing is also like very, very effective.
1: For sure. Well, that's an interesting insight to focus on the sound. It's not something that I think I would have uh, I would have thought of <laughs> immediately. So that's definitely uh, voiceover. A good like ad- voiceover.
0: Download on the app store. Like download game name on the app store. Super, super, super important.
1: Interesting how do you think that you know with with like you said i think you said 95% or something of of spend currently on ctv is from fortune 500 brands so what do you think are the big blockers or barriers to entry for for smaller brands these days to actually get into ctv given that uh you know platforms like yours are starting to give more tools so i actually
0: like removing all those barriers uh, and we're seeing it because uh, as I said, like we work with a lot of like app publishers, but we also work with tons of like local businesses, like small e-commerce brands, etc. So we're really like making it like accessible, but in, in in people's mind, what's blocking them from like activating CTV is both like the minimums that you need to have And the commitments, because most of the platforms that exist today, and I think we're the only one on on the market to not have any commitment or any minimum, our minimum is like $500 uh, for a campaign. So uh, it's quite low compared to the like 15, 20K that we're seeing uh, with the other platforms. But yeah, commitment um, is pretty terrifying, uh, especially when you are a small developer or a small business owner, Um, you could use like the trade desk, for example, but. You'd probably have to commit on like several millions um, of ad spend a year to like actually use the platform, which is not possible for everyone. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's about that. And then it's the let's say you have access to one of the platforms in the market, it's the operational complexity because out of the box you have access to no inventory or the bad one, uh, the bad inventory. Um, so you'll have to set up deals with all the publishers, with all the SSPs. And then you'll have to figure out like, cause when you set up a deal, it never works out of the box. You always have to troubleshoot it and then you'll have to set up like your expertise around like how to buy it like just doesn't make sense uh for most of the advertisers to like spend that much energy and time and money uh on just building the expertise and that's why we're bundling and that's why we call vibe the the only one at platform you have the ai that does it that does the job you have like the ad server that will host your creative at no extra cost except blah 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 so I won't pitch like, <laughs> like hmm. all the feature list of vibe, uh, but we're basically making it like super simple and just as simple as using like Facebook ads, and that's what's been appreciated by all those clients who would not, would never had like advertised on TV, and now are running like Always on campaigns and everything.
1: Amazing. Uh, I, I guess my my follow on question because I do like to as much as I can to give our listeners some you know some actionable advice and, and really. You know, let them come away from this conversation with with what they can do today to to sort of move their uh, move their CTV campaign or activity forward. So, if you were talking today to a marketing manager or, a, or or a CMO about getting started with CTV, what would be your your two minute rundown on on how they should get started?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, it's actually very funny because usually people come to us uh, with the pitch. We don't even have to pitch it. Um, But the the thing is, like, marketers are getting less and less performances from, like, the regular channels, like social, et cetera. Um, So they are now looking for alternatives. Um, They are also always looking for like I reach um, uh, platforms, which are very hard to find now. So sometimes you have a new one that pops up like TikTok, for example, uh, which is like making a killing uh, and it's being used more and more, but it's hard to find like scalable, um, like solutions to run like more budget and more incremental budget. Um, so that's really, that's really that. Like when we, when we talk to marketers, it's really about, look, you get like the same targeting capabilities the same measurement and attribution capabilities uh, you get the same reach you actually get more reach uh, on TV than on social um, and and yeah and, and and at the end of the day it's the it's the perfect like uh, channel to uh, leverage and it's basically the odd, the odd thing about uh, in the market right now everybody's pretty much talking about it so everybody's pretty much interested by it but it's really and I'm not even talking about vibe why they should invest on CTV. Like more rich and social, um, same measurement capabilities, same targeting capabilities, um, same like optimization capabilities. Um, so yeah, same control. Um, so it's just like a new, an incremental uh, audience um, that you can uh, that
1: you that you can reach there. And why do you think that that it's a big thing now in the states, but not so much in Europe? What's the what's the blocker from from breaking out of the U.S.?
0: It's a it's a lot of things. Um why it's being in the US because cable TV was so expensive um that like those services started like popping up and people got really interested and that's what made them change their habits uh about how they consume like TV content basically. In Europe it's kind of different because like I don't know about like if it's true for every single European country, but I think most of them um, have like free access uh, to uh, TV channels. Uh, so we are very, very used um, to like just taking our remote and pressing like one, two, or whatever number the channel is. Um, well, when you use like CTV, it's not anymore about like the number of the channel that you are going to look it's about the app that you are going to select um right. so that's really a big change and like europe like europe in general will have like i think a much harder time to switch from that habit to uh to another one even though like uh it's uh the the role is like uh, the ball is starting to roll um and then it's a lot about like the politics that happen like in Europe, uh, not necessarily at the government side, but more between the big broadcasters, like they usually have like a huge presence, a huge coverage and there's not, there isn't much competition as what you can see like in the US. Um, so for now, they really believe that they're the only ones, nobody can come and take their seat. And I think they're very wrong and they are about to get absolutely wrecked by like the big broadcasters uh, coming from the US because like Fubo TV, for example, acquired an app, a French app called model tough um, for 200 million. And I mean, it's a lot of money Uh, and it's basically just to see what's going on in the CTV space. And like when you are willing to invest 200 million kind of, you know, just to see can be interesting. Well, you can imagine that how much money they have and when they will come, like in those countries, like, they will absolutely like it. it will be a tsunami. Uh and it's starting to happen. Like Paramount Plus is now in whole Europe. Uh and like other ones are going to follow. Um and with like HVOD formats, which uh, which are like uh hybrid video on demand, which is both like paying and you have ads, uh, but it's a bit cheaper. Um and I think people are going to uh like switch from like traditional TV to CTV uh very fast, but it will take a bit more time. Um, but it will it will happen. Like there is a, there
1: there is no chance. Uh, it's not happening. Interesting. I think that you 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 mentioned uh, at sort of the beginning of of your answer to the question that one of the things that drove Americans to use these streaming services was really the the expense that had built up to pay for cable or to satellite or whatever. And we're getting to the point now that you know with three, four, five, six streaming services. Each one seemingly starting to raise their prices as we get into a, a, a not so great economy. That we're getting sort of back to where we started, right? It's now you're not paying. $100. I think it's worse now. I've seen I've worse seen now. a meme like saying like
0: I should create a uh, a company called Cable TV and just like package all the subscriptions.
1: <laughs> Everything that's old is new again, right? That's uh, yep. So so we've seen. I think Netflix announced that they're going to start with sort of a mixed model, as you said. Uh, yep. They started uh, starting already. Starting to advertise. Oh, Have they started already? Yeah. So how do you how do you see that impacting uh uh the the space, right? How how is that going to uh how is that going to grow or attract more marketers? How how is it going to work? Uh, for
0: the better, like uh, Netflix probably has like some of the best content um for like on demand. Uh so it's super interesting uh for uh app marketers. We are having like a lot of of them, like reaching out. Unfortunately, we can't yet because they are like very, very closed, and there are lots of conditions as to like uh, getting access to their inventory. Um, and almost no one uh, has it. You have to go through AppNexus, which is owned by Microsoft. Blah, blah blah. So it's a it's a huge pain uh and you will not be able to track app installs and this kind of thing because they are really really protective about the data. Um so I don't know if it's like relevant yet for app marketers, but it will be and it's for the better. Like uh, the more inventory we're getting um, on the market, um, the more people will be able to leverage it, like buy it and value it. So so it's a it's a it's a great thing. It's a great thing for the space. I don't know if it's a great thing for people in general, because when you <laughs> watch content, you don't want to have like mostly ads. Um, for the
1: market itself, um, it's uh, it's super exciting. Interesting, amazing. Well, Arthur, this has been an, a, a very insightful conversation. As we're still sort of in prediction time, uh, it's it's on, not the end of January yet. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to allow myself to say that we're still at the beginning of the year. Give us, give us what you think is gonna be the top trend this year in, in CTV.
0: Um, that's, a, that's a good point. Um, top trend, especially in the app space, um, it's all going to be about like the measurement and the attribution. Um, like really figuring out what is the, 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 the attribution system that everybody agrees on. Um, and once this is done, this is, this will really, really like make the ecosystem blow and everybody will really consider like CTV and OTT as one of their main uh, acquisition channel. But until then it's still experimental and people are still like, trying to figure it out. So, um, there's a lot of effort to do on our side and with like AppSire adjust and all the other MMPs and, and even like, uh, all the other demand partners, um, to figure that out. I think publishers are going to open up, uh, to like providing the data about like the shows that we, that you are targeting, et cetera, because right now they're like super close and super protective of it. Um, and they don't want basically to give, uh, that information. So you're buying Pluto TV, but. You don't know exactly what you are buying on Pluto TV, and Pluto TV has like hundreds of shows and stuff. So, um, to make it relevant, uh, we need that information. But I'm 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 sure they will um, they will open up. And and when it comes to prediction, it's a bold one. Like I'm not necessarily like betting money on this one, but I would not be surprised um, seeing Apple and Disney merging. Like interesting. Th- they're both they're they're both like super invested on OTT. Um, Apple is really the way Apple does it, but they're really putting their fit uh, feet in foot in in, in the market. Um, the new Disney CEO is like really close acquaintance of of Apple, starting to smell like a like merger, and that would be like quite insane. Like Disney plus Apple under the same roof. Oof,
1: that's,
0: that's a powerhouse. A, that's a powerhouse, <laughs> definitely.
1: So we'll see. I'm sure we'll hear rumors at least about it. All right. Well, I love a bold prediction. Arthur, like I say, this has been a, a really interesting conversation in CTV and how to get it started. I'll be tracking your predictions as the year goes on. Definitely. <laughs> and if, uh, if, Apple, if Apple merges with Disney, uh,
0: rest, uh, restaurant is on me sounds good. All right. (laughs) right. Cheers. Bye-bye.